And the show started. Welcome back, all you bad girls and dirty boys. And I'm really, I'm really sorry. That's how we began this. <laughs> yeah, I also apologize for that. <laughs> Look, uh, we don't. I mean, sometimes we play in the intros, like our world famous um, British, where we talk British for like 20 minutes. We plan that one. Usually, we don't plan them. That one was a miss. Okay, that was a miss. We lost about half of our subscribers after that British intro. I love the British one. That was I also so love the British intro. It was not well received. I not and well I am received, I am so surprised. Community. I'm so surprised that was the thing that got people like riled up. Well, Steve, we have to think about how much undertone like hatred there is for England, right? I mean, like. Yeah, the country was built on a hate for England. You know, our our revolution and us becoming our own country was built around the foundation that England is bad. So us making you know an accent, uh, an American doing an English accent that doesn't sit well with the community. Yeah, it probably pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, and I yeah. think that was when uh, Trump was in office too. So everybody was you know big big on patriotism and. Yep. All that jazz. So that was that was a bad time to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that did not go well. Uh, anyway, uh, this only went slightly better than the British intro. Uh, so yeah. you're welcome. I expect some hate mail. Okay, please, please send us the hate mail. Uh, but Steed, uh, I want to start with you. What's been going on with you? Then Say. I go to me, and then we'll go to Pat if he ever shows up to this episode, which yes. I doubt. He might... Uh, we he's still in Africa. Um, still in Africa. And I, yeah. Oh my God! So we thought. I think we tried to give him a boat ticket last time or something because we yeah. got to get him a return flight. Um. Uh, he might just be on vacation. I don't know. He might be in I Africa on vacation. He was supposed to be doing meetings. I would feel better of any of these scenarios rather than him just not answering my text, which is what's been going on. And so I hope that it is one of these things. The White Sox did lose. <laughs> I know he is upset about that. So, <laughs> uh, so, so what uh, do I use, dude? Okay, so I went, uh, I went out drinking with a couple buds this weekend. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, it was just dudes being guys. Um... We went to a Mexican place, ordered one pitcher of Mark's. Uh, okay. No problem. It's three guys, three bros. We showed up probably visibly drunk. Um, okay. So we pound that pitcher of margaritas. Then I ordered 
uh, shots of tequila, and then we got another pitcher, and then they cut us off. Wow. How you've actually so I've actually never been to the point where they said we're not going to serve you anymore. That that's yeah. what I got to. No more pitchers. <laughs> our, I guess our money's no good here. Yeah, it was it was BS. Sure they were about to close. Um sure we were loud. Oops, and yeah, you're going to be uh, loud. Sorry if you just heard a pair of headphones crash onto my floor. Um <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So we got cut off, but while I was doing that, uh, I made my first TikTok, Jay. Oh, good. Good. It is surpassing 640 views as we speak. I got a new follower, um, so I'm up to three. Okay. And I got six likes. Wow. Yeah, there's a a meme about good soup, I guess, a a talk, and I reenacted it. I said, good soup. It's gold. So I'm going to plug my TikTok here. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, follow me at... Wait, hang on. What is it? <laughs> good plug. Good plug. This is a really good plug. At Steed Show. That's at okay. Steed like a horse. Show like a show. <laughs> like a horse show. <laughs> yes, exactly. Steed Show. Okay. So you guys can follow me there, watch my and TikTok, Steve, give it a like. What okay. was that? I have a question because you have mentioned that uh, you're famous in, on Instagram for having a low number number of followers but a high number of likes. It seems like you got a lot of views here but not a lot of likes. So maybe so, this isn't such a good thing. Um, first off, I have six likes and eight. I have three followers and six likes. So my follower to like ratio on TikTok is actually off the charts. <laughs> but what about viewer to like ratio? No, views to likes. It doesn't matter because Instagram doesn't tell you like how many people view oh, your posts. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So it's all about like I'm doubling my follower to like ratio. Justin Bieber is nowhere near that. Kylie Jenner is wow. nowhere near that. Okay. It's okay, a good point. I'm, I'm huge. I'm huge on the talk. It, my TikTok has reached people that have never even heard of me, okay? 635 of them, to be exact. Well, who hasn't heard of you? I'm, I'm, my assumption is most people have heard of you. Um, I would say tweens. Okay, yes. You're not big in the tween community. Yeah, but I'm going to be. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I maybe you stay away from the tweens. <laughs> maybe I'll stay away from the <laughs> that's where the money's at right now all right tiktok is the money's huge. with the that's tweens the I, I, I don't disagree i don't disagree with you i i just it's a dangerous game yeah that's you know all right well whatever well uh, maybe i'll ban the teens i'll get uh, okay no i'll keep the teens but i'll i'll ban the tweens okay there we go there we go perfect all right go view my tiktok perfect. as long as you're over okay, go view steed show at steed 14 show. if you're 15 or older uh, <laughs> just go watch. Just go just watch, watch my TikTok. Anyone? No discrimination. Equality. That was everybody. Everybody ever go watch it. Yep. All right. Cool. Nothing weird. Nothing weird. My shirt is on in this TikTok. Future TikToks though. Okay, no good. problem. Good. <laughs> All right, so Jay. Your, your discretion's <laughs> advised for future ones. Jay, yeah. what's been going on with you? 
Yeah, we'll 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 skip that. We'll uh, wrap it up. We'll wrap it. We'll wrap, we'll wrap that TikTok it up there. segment up. Yeah, yeah. The big thing here, Steed, and it's going to lead me into another uh, segment here. Oh, is really? I was at a a wedding uh, last weekend. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis, in Milwaukee. Uh, my friend JB Justin B seven nine five. I was a wedding for him and there was it was fantastic i got to see big money banks who made our intro for chubstep oh nice yes now he has said that he wants chubstep to be on youtube uh i told him that's it's a lot of work and it'd be only worth it if we're there's a lot gonna you know there's gonna be a lot more viewers or something like that which i'm not sure if like i i know some people definitely that's how they prefer to listen or watch things i don't prefer youtube uh, I, to watch podcasts. Uh, not podcast. I mean, well, I mean, there's some that I know. I've watched one. I don't know why I watched it on YouTube, but I watched one podcast on YouTube with like other people, and we we're. I've never watched one again. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, so if people, if that's if some people listening, if that's something they, they really prefer, and we get enough of those, no, you know, notifications from people, then I would think that that's something we could do. Um, but for now we'll do that, but I wanted to talk cause it was, it was a fun wedding. There was something I like, uh, you know, when there's something very, um, that feels very signature to that person, there was this like kind of ragtimey band that was playing there and a guy, uh, was playing the washboard, uh, as part of the band, which oh my is, God. <laughs> I was very curious how you get started in playing the washboard. <laughs> oh, you don't, like, you don't get started. You're born into that. I think so. I think so. Because there's not like, you know, a lot of these other ones translate over like there's a guy playing the trombone. And it's like, all right, well, you know, that's a that's a band instrument that you can play in school. And then that just translates to, you know, other types of non-classical music outside of school. Yeah. Or like guitar or things like that. Right. But but washboard is just kind of like. It, 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 I would love to hear that guy's story. So I'd love to get a washboard player on the show. So maybe your, I'll work on that. Your pappy puts that in your lap and says, keep rhythm, boy. And then if you don't, you get the belt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it made me think of a girl talk segment here. State. Oh. We haven't done girl talk in a while. We have not done girl talk in a while. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I want to talk about wedding fashion. What's oh. okay to wear? What's not okay to wear? Okay. This is actually something I... I'm very passionate about. Okay, let's hear it. What are your thoughts on what what are some do's? Let's start with some do's and then we'll get some don'ts. Are we talking men's or women's or both? So if this is girl talk, we're talking women's. Okay. And so, then then we'll talk about the guys after. So guys, if you're listening right now, uh skip ahead uh a little bit. Yeah, just keep skipping. I'll say um when it's time to restart listening, I'm gonna yell out sports. Okay. That's how you <laughs> yes. know. Perfect. Um, so dues. You want you want to talk dues first? No, no, no. Uh, I would say let's talk girls first. Yeah. Oh, dues. D O O S. Not D-O-O-S. Oh, dues. Yes. Do. Yeah. Dues. Yeah. Okay. Dues. Um, yeah. Floral. Okay. You like floral? Yeah. You got to spice it up. You got to you know flowers make people happy, right? People like looking at them. They bring joy. You got to bring the joy into the wedding. Yeah. What What if it is wintry? I don't feel like florals is wintry. Uh, ice flowers. 
Mm. Uh, poinsettias. Poinsettias. Yep. <laughs> yep. You have like blue. I don't know if they're blue, but you could have them. They're red. They're red. Poinsettias oh. are red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Christmas those... flower. That Christmas flower. You can maybe put one in your hair. Um, yes. I don't see enough poinsettias in here. Don't. Don't wear black. Really? Yeah. Don't wear a black dress. Unless it's like a black tie affair. What are you, what are you trying to, what are you at a funeral? You like some color. Yeah, I like some color. See, Steed, I, I actually am going to go with the complete opposite of that. I am saying to say, don't wear white. Okay, well, my next, I thought that was too obvious, Jay. See, Steve, you would have thought that was too obvious, but there was not one but two girls at the last wedding oh, I was at this past weekend that were wearing white. So there's one girl who's wearing white with like floral things on it. So okay. let's let's clarify that. You can wear floral things as long as it's not a white base. There was another girl that was straight up just wearing a white like lacy dress, like very very similar to just a shorter wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's bold. Which it is bold and and you think it goes without saying, because again, you were like, oh, I thought that was obvious. Um, yeah. Apparently not obvious to everybody. <laughs> okay, so here's where I think we should give a pass to girls wearing okay. white at a wedding. If they were somehow dating the guy that was getting married, and yes. they're maybe friends with the new bride or like, you know, yes. whatever. Whatever situation, they get invited to the wedding. They should be given a pass to also wear white. I I agree with this. So anybody that's that's had a rom- romantic relationship with the groom should yeah. be able to wear white because they were part of his love journey. Yes, his journey, and yeah. that should just like signify like she could have gotten pregnant if she wanted, maybe, and that would have ruined this wedding. So you got to give her some props. You got to give her an extra extra yes. leeway there. And yes, I would. I'd, yeah. I would give. So maybe that was what they were doing maybe they're following the thing i just made up yeah <laughs> that's a pretty standard thing in, in the wisconsin state of wisconsin so i, I agree with that oh okay yeah uh oh, what, what about what about how much steve how much is too much to show off like how because i know sometimes you don't want to like you want to dress a little more conservative to a wedding or do you not if it is in a church yes you got to cover those knees okay no knees. If it is not in a church, yeah, bring that shit up to that ass cheek, girl. <laughs> so anything, if it's not in a church, is basically anything goes. Yeah, you can't be giving Jesus a boner um, during the wedding. So okay, he's he's got to focus on like blessing the couple. Yeah. You don't so, want to be a distraction from the couple. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Uh, I like this. So those those are the do's and don'ts of wedding. Steed likes, I personally am fine with black. Steed says no black. Uh, but we both said no white. And depending on where it's at is how much you can show of your knees. Uh, then let's move on to the guys, Steed, right? Sports! <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's talk. To, let's talk. Let's talk guys. Um, yeah. I'm a tie guy. Okay. Now, you know me. I, I don't wear ties. I never... I, I, the, I've i worn a tie only, 
I would say two to three times in the last, actually the only time I've worn a tie other than one wedding that said it was a black tie event was when I've been in, in a wedding. So like if I was part of a groomsman, mm-hmm. you know, part of the, the bridal party or the groom's party, whatever. Yeah. And I was, they had a outfit I had to wear where I had to wear a tie. That is the only time I've worn a tie in the past 10 years. I mean, what happened to class? That's what I want to know. Well, my, where did it go? My always thing is Mark Cuban doesn't wear a tie. So I'm not going to wear a tie till Mark Cuban wears a tie. You know who does wear a tie? Who's that? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and he's yeah. got way more money. Yeah, than but here's the Cuban. deal about Bezos. I'm standing with my brother, V-Dog, who's been on the show. Vaughn is very mad at Bezos right now because he took... Oh, uh, yeah. He took mm-hmm. Javi Baez to the moon instead of him. So I, I know. Uh, I Until... until that is taken back and Vaughn does get to go to the moon with Bezos. I am not standing with Bezos. Yeah. All right. I mean, what you can be a no tie guy. I get it on you because you're so tall and a tie on you would look like a freaking giraffe's tongue hanging off of your shirt. <laughs> and it's a choking it's hazard long. for little kids. Like if I have, it the, is. you know, like if you're dancing, ha- yes. And you don't see him come in, then you're choking one and yes. then, you ruin the wedding. I have a longer torso than most people, so I'm going to have to have a longer tie than most people, and therefore more chance of it getting wrapped around somebody's neck. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a tie guy. That's fine. Uh, uh, let's see. What else? I mean, men's fashion at weddings is pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. Now, you, we, we, we did have pants. an issue with jeans at this past wedding. Okay. Big no on jeans. Yeah, I, I do agree with the no on jeans. I have had one time where I really wanted to wear jeans, and they were a really dark pair of very nice jeans, like you know, like almost black colored. Oh yeah, with with a tan sport coat, and I really Still wanted to wear that one time, but I was told you'd I you'd probably look great. Yeah, you probably would have looked great, but gotta get rid of the jeans. And I'm a, I'm the biggest jean uh, supporter out there. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. huge. I'm a huge jean man. Yeah. Levi's. Put them on me. Yeah. But now, when I go to a wedding, take them off. What do you think about wearing dress pants underneath the jeans? Oh. I would switch it around and then you could you could pass. Okay. So you're saying wear the jeans. If you like jeans that much, just wear them underneath your dress pants. Wear them underneath, yeah. And then, okay. you know... I don't know. Maybe you have something against like Wall Street, so you refuse to wear dress pants. Okay. This is the perfect um, way for you to like kind of stick it to Wall Street. I was gonna say that it, you definitely the the wedding is about you, right? It's not about the, the yeah. main people. It, it, like you got the invite, you can do what you want. I would say make a statement, right? Make a statement and mm-hmm. make it loud. And yeah, if you have a protest against Wall Street and you don't want to wear dress pants. Wear the jeans and show Wall Street what's up. And as long as you have a good explanation for why you wore what you wore and you ha- have to make sure to tell basically every single person there, you should be fine. But I, yeah, if you, you don't have that right. statement, just stick with the normal stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think that covered it pretty right. well, dude. I like it. Don't double-click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast. Because we'll be right back with more Chubstep. So basically, uh, 
what happened is we had this big break and Steed uh, basically attacks me for his fancy football trade that I that I did as the commissioner. So we'll throw that at the end of this episode so people can listen to <clears throat> this debacle if, if, going if on. If you're into... Um, if you're, it, we yeah. just had girl talk. If you're into uh, really hard man talk, yeah, <laughs> like like just dude dudes being like hard dude talk, yeah. Listen, listen to the end of this episode. Yes, uh, agreed, agreed. So uh, we'll <laughs> I'll do it after the uh, after the credits roll. I'll throw in the that whole section on there. Um, what's our things we go over quickly, Steed? Since this episode is going to be really long with this thing thrown on at the end of it, <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I have I have no time constraints. Yeah. If you want to, yeah. Keep well, going. I'll, I'll um, say I'll if, say if you got to go. Yeah, I was going to say one thing here. Um, I'll say like one or two things. So, yeah, go ahead. One is I forgot to bring this up at uh, when I was in Myrtle Beach a few weeks ago. We went to this breakfast place. Um, everybody there was fairly hungover. I still like food i've noticed this happens a lot of times at bachelor parties is people just forget to eat um and this is guys trips in general like sometimes the planning is is oh yeah poorly done mostly when it comes to food so it's like when you first get there oh yeah we'll go to dinner the first night and then it's like oh we'll grab some stuff but there was one day we literally were just like oh we've got some leftovers and then there was just the rest of the day nobody wanted to go out to actually get food or to bring anything in so there's literally like a full day of not eating. So we end up, a few of us ended up grabbing food at a bar. A few of us, the rest of us literally had like <laughs> two slices of frozen pizza in the morning and then nothing the rest of the day. <laughs> so, yeah, then you just start drinking. <laughs> yeah. So right. I am somebody who likes to eat no matter the scenario. So I had eaten the night before at this bar and then I we went the next morning. I want like an actual breakfast from a place. So we go there. It was Biker's Weekend in Myrtle Beach, which is just... The only oh reason it's a nightmare because it is every time you go down the streets, it's just nonstop. So loud. I know. Yeah, we get it. We get it. So we go to this breakfast place. There is a whole table of Hell's Angels there. Um, they're wearing the big leather vest, Hell's Angels, you know, that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, it was so funny to see these large, tatted up guys ordering <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> pancakes and a side of fruit was what the closest guy ordered to us it just cracked me up to see this like you know you're picturing this guy just gets like a ham hock and is just eating it off the bone <laughs> yeah. um, no he, he'll take pancakes with a side of fruit i just i want a plate of bacon no <laughs> yeah like i just want he's one like, plate of bacon 16 eggs that's what i like do you have, any of, the, do you have yeah. any of that syrup that has like um apricot in it <laughs> I mean, that was literally like, it just cracked me up so much just to see these big guys doing that. But um, I enjoyed that. I did also, Steed, uh, there, we got an email here. Actually, we got two emails. So I want to go over those real quick. Uh, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. People email us. One uh, was to was from my dad, Jared's dad. It says, too close to home. It says, dearest Paul, after hearing the podcast last week about your frightening dreams, I wanted to reach out. I hope that our hand-holding incident on the way to, <laughs> into Arlington Racetrack <laughs> last week didn't trigger some childhood memories that I may or may not have been a part of. Please confirm. Sweet dreams, Jared's dad. Okay. Um, so, so I think he's what he's referring reference. to is on the, pod, <laughs> on the podcast a few weeks ago, you talked about having a dream where you were cuddling with somebody's dad. 
Uh, so my dad, specifically, my dad, it was somebody's dad cuddling me. I was okay. laying flat on the ground. Their dad you were cuddled little, me. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't so, even little. It was, uh, we'll move past it. I forgot about it, and I'm remembering it again. So, uh, maybe that is what happened. So, what your dad is referring to is when I was walking into Arlington Racetrack, um, he he saw me and walked up behind me, and he just came came up behind me and held my hand, <laughs> like without saying anything. He just, Yo, like, you didn't bump hand. hands. He just came up and grabbed your hand. Yeah, he knew it was me, and he came up and like grabbed my hand. <laughs> okay, and I for some reason I like didn't react at all. I was just very comfortable. He has a very warming presence. Um, <laughs> Uh, so now that I'm thinking about that, though, maybe it did trigger something, and now maybe I was uh, maybe I was d- dreaming about uh, your dad, but for some reason it came up as somebody else's dad. Okay, so it was not him. He was not the one the dream was about, but it might have just switched no. in your mind. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, pathways, but that could have that could have done it. Uh, the next one here is from Smacko. Uh, do I give an honorable smacko? Uh, we will just say honorable smacko. Honorable smacko. Honorable smacko. Uh, this says chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. That's a subject that is the email people should use. So smacko, I want to give a big shout out to smacko. I saw smacko actually this past weekend. Uh, he was in Milwaukee. Uh, fantastic guy. He flew in from Germany. I got to see him. He, one thing he made clear to me, Steed, is a line that he uses now is mount the curb. Mount the Curb, which is what you said is one of your most <laughs> memorable lines from a movie, which is Dark Knight Rises. And yes. uh, so this email, all it says is Mount the Curb, love Smacko. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it is very random. And so Chubstep Dan was there also. And Chubstep Dan said he brought it up to his roommate. And his roommate right away knew what Mount the Curb was from. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's like... <laughs> it's the most random no line idea. of <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, Dark Knight Rises. Movie. About the curve. About the curve. (laughs) About the curve, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it's a good line. You say mount the curb. If somebody said that to me and they were in the passenger seat of my Focus ST, you're goddamn right. I'm rallying that bitch up on the curb. Uh, I want to get to, there's a lot of stuff I have to get to. I have like a Billy Bob Thorne movie I want to review and all that stuff, but I kind of want to save some of it because. We we get to some more stuff of this next week. But one last thing that's kind of relevant for now is Bobby Flay is officially leaving Food Network. Really? Yes. Uh, Apparently, he wanted like a $100 million deal. Like Guy Fieri got a similar deal recently. And uh, they gave Guy Fieri this deal. And then Bobby Flay wanted like a similar one, if not a little more. And, you know, they turned him down. Uh, which that is shocking. Which, if you think between Bobby Flay and Guy Fieri, that is ninety percent of Food Network content. Yeah, yeah. So, and the fact that they're they're willing to pay out Guy Fieri, but and I mean he's probably he's a great chef, whatever. But I mean Bobby Flay is like he's he's top notch. Yeah, and it's it's a you know it's. It's one of those things. I'm sure they weigh the positives and like because they. I'm sure they have a way of looking. What? How much do our shows make? You know, from each of them, type of thing. How much is it worth paying? I'm just like they would do. You know, in any sports team or anything like that. Like, how many? How much money do we make as a team? How many? How much can we 
be willing to pay out. And so their probably yeah. thought was, you know, Bobby Flay isn't worth this amount of money for we could get a cheaper guy and hopefully get enough, make up enough ratings from other shows that people watch it. But I, uh, you know, obviously I'm, to me, the only way this affects me is if he stops doing shows and things like that, which I don't see him doing um, because I think pretty sure he owns oh, the yeah, production he'll go company. somewhere else. Yeah, either he'll go somewhere else or just do his own thing, you know. He could just have the Bobby yeah. Flay network or whatever he wanted. But he has a big enough following, and I'm sure he can just kind of do whatever he wants and probably have more freedom into what he wants to do. He's also been there like a crazy number of years, like 27 or something like that. Um, Jeez. A long amount of time. So uh, some people might be upset about this. To me, it's, it doesn't affect me as much. I did get his newest cookbook, which is all the recipes from Beat Bobby Flay that he liked. Uh, oh, I saw that. I saw and that it's, yes. It's been uh, fantastic so far. So anyway, just want to give an RIP to Food Network and Bobby Flay's relationship. That's a big RIP. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chef Gordon Ramsay fanboy. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I think if those two teamed up. Yeah. Now we got a show. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, it's... Maybe yeah. like they each have a team of chefs that they train and then they have to compete. Like kind of like the Ultimate Fighter, where they have the two coaches. Oh yes, yes. And then they just do cook-offs and stuff, and then at the end, Chef Gordon Ramsay and Bobby Flay have to cook off. That would be. I'm. That's a show. I'm okay with that as long as there a, there's a Kimbo Slice-like character that joins one of the teams, kind of like oh, a yeah. street, <laughs> like a street uh, chef, <laughs> street chef from from YouTube that joins in and uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> and then joins in and tries to become like more professional you, chef. YouTube street chef. <laughs> so I think that. Where'd you learn to cook? Yeah, yeah. I've been Dade County. Since I was a boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that, that's what I would need. So yeah, again, I'm going to save some of the stuff for for next week since there's a large chunk of this that people can listen to at the end. I understand that the main part of the show is probably going to be a little shorter. But uh, I think that's that's okay with people sometimes. I think it's okay to have a little bit of shorter of a show. Um, so people email the show, chubstep.pikesgmail.com. New episodes every Thursday. And we're on Instagram, Chubstep Podcast. Steed's TikTok, Steed Show. At Steed Steed Show, show baby. baby. So uh, the show has ended. and But... If you want to listen to me getting attacked by members of my fantasy football group, keep listening. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. Oh, hang on, look. Oh, hey, Jay. Oh, this is a trap. Oh, I wouldn't call it that. Call what you call what you want. <laughs> See, we're in the middle of recording this episode. You think this is a good time for this? <laughs> a good time for this, Jared? This is the perfect time. All right, you've been you've been. This is gotcha journalism. You've been ambushed. Okay. So let me let me just fix the audio for a second, and then we'll continue this ambush. Uh, Ace, I should kick it off. Paul, you, I feel like you probably have to like lead in to the whole trap. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at. I know. I'm just looking at the audio levels. I feel like we're guests, and you know. Give me a sec. I'm dealing with audio. Okay. All right. I think here's my thought. I think we need Jay to explain this. I think Jay needs. He's the podcast host. I think he needs to set up the story from his perspective too. 
and then uh, and then we'll 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 chime in on our thoughts. So so you have uh, you're not having Mike on this. Who is half of this? Hang thing. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, Jay, I'm, I'm gonna just pause this and check my audio, and then we can we can jump right in. I know Pat's got a baby. Ace has a lot to do. No, I'm not scared. I just feel like Jay should have Mike. Are recording all this? Or Jay freaking out? You're laughing. Not gonna well. That's stupid. Testing, testing, testing. Keep keep saying stuff. One two. Mic check. One two. See, this is not what we're prepared yet. All right, we're good. Uh, it might be a little bit quiet. People can turn their headphones up. All right. Oh, shit. I'm so loud. Oh, my God. Check. All right, whatever. I don't care. <clears throat> Ace, you are coming in the quietest out of the bunch. I can talk louder. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. All right. <clears throat> You guys ready for some hot podcast action? I'm just going to bust in. Yeah. Breaking news on Chubstep Podcast. Sorry for this interruption. We have two guests joining us to ambush and attack ethically our co-host Jared Smolik. Jared. Recently... You're in a fantasy football league, right? Is this correct? Yes. Okay. You're in a fantasy football league with, with 12, 12 people you would say are some of your best friends and family members? I plead the fifth. Uh, I'm going to refer to one of our guests. Well, actually, I'll introduce him in a moment. You can't plead the fifth right now. The answer is yes. <laughs> okay. Jared okay. is in a fantasy football group with us. Dudes being bros... And he is under extreme allegations of cheating as the commissioner of our of our league. And now I'd like to introduce our guest. First, we have longtime Chubb Step resident lawyer face. Hello. Okay, there we. Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm here to. I'm here to. I'm here to tell my story about Jay and my thoughts on it. He's facing some serious allegations. He needs to he needs to address them publicly, and he's been skating it so far. Uh, but that ends now. He needs to he needs to address them. As a former commissioner myself, it needs to be done. Thank you, thank you, Face. And then we are also joined by maybe first time Chubb Stepper. Uh, I might have called him before. Okay, maybe second time Chubb Stepper. Uh, what do we call him? Frat Chubb Step Frat. Pat? Yeah. You know, Paul, it, you know, if I could, I got a little piece here. I okay. don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, Paul, for the introduction. You know, again, this is Pat Sullivan um, from high school. Um, some of your listeners probably know me as the guy who, you know, did stuff with Paul for T-Bucks. Um, you know, just Ron, RIP, would acknowledge you know, as a person. Long story. Won't get into that now. Um, but, you know, to touch it to matter at hand, I, I'm worried what precedent Jared's cheating sets for the league. And I'll let Paul and Ace get into some details. They're better with that sort of stuff in the weeds. But, you know, to change league settings, Jared, without even mentioning it, 
the one other person, you know, probably in an organized attempt to mitigate whistleblowing, is completely and utterly uncalled for. Wow. Unfortunately, and this is no secret, Jade has a history of this sort of shady behavior. You know, and with this within this league, especially, it's sad. Um, but to some extent, unsurprising. But still, Jay's current position as commissioner, uh, alongside this errant behavior, is concerning to me. Is you know, well-established Chub Club member, former champion in, in, in 2010, uh, football MVP. That, wow, thank you, Pat. Those are some great points. Um, and your credentials of earning those two bucks really um, solidifies your case. Um, so just a little more backstory. What Jared did is he made a trade with uh, Chubstep Mike. He uh, then wanted this trade to go by quicker than is prescribed in the league doctrine. And he tried to change the settings of the league, which we all agreed to abide upon, by signing into our contract. Um, and he, he, just, he just went rogue and tried to help his team using his commissioner powers. Um, and there's a lot of people pretty outraged. Keep in mind, Jared's team is uh, like one and four. They're, they're doing bad. First year as commissioner, and he had to make a change. He got desperate. Uh, I, Steve, I think you need to say who, what the trade was as well. This, this is also a very big part of it. Yes, the trade was um, Stefan Diggs, probably the best receiver in football, going to Jared's team for, uh, he was trading away injury-prone Rams running back, uh, Henriksen or something? Nobody, I can't even remember his name. He's just so bad. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. So we got a first-rounder. Jared's going to receive a, a borderline late first-round pick, early second-round pick, depending on the depth of the league. Yes. Uh, for probably a seventh or eighth-round pick. Four games into the season. And when he went, uh, I heard Mike was, he wanted the guy on his team that week and they were going to cancel the trade and Jared said, no, I'll just go into the league settings and change it, which, you know, a lot of us think is pretty unethical. Um, okay, I'll respond to a few of those things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. The Finally a response. <laughs> uh I would say that running there is a premium on running backs. I think Daryl Henderson is way over over performed what people thought he was going to do in the preseason, right? Daryl Henderson was going later in rounds. Uh, I've heard many people say, uh, including ESPN's Mike Clay, that if he can stay healthy, he will be a top five running back. You can you can confirm this with Mike Clay over at ESPN. Rankings are. Uh, some- What's that? Go ahead, Pat. Thank you. Rankings are subjective. You know, I just want to throw that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. He is projecting him the rest of the year as a top five running back, assuming he can stay healthy. healthy. Which, again, yeah, he has has injury problems in the past. Yes, that's potential. But um, running backs are a premium. Mike's team had one. He was starting the Bears, like, third string running back. He literally had nobody. Uh, So he was desperate. I saw this as an opportunity to try to get a better wide receiver because I had had Robert Woods who was doing terrible all year. Uh, so I was like, all right, one of my wide receivers is garbage. 
And also, Stefan Diggs has actually not been great this year. Uh, I think the Bills have been spreading it around more, Steve. So I don't think he's as great as he was last year by any means. He's like the number 26 wide receiver right now. Okay, well, let's move past that. Let's move into the league, the changing <laughs> of the league settings. Okay, move into the change of the league settings. Yes, ex- exactly. Um, yes, I'll go to my... I'll go to my conversation with Mike. I can just pull up our text messages. Oh, so, I mean, this is where Jared's incriminating himself right here. He's paused the video. And what I want to remind people, I want to remind people just last week, Jared called himself a hero for sitting in exit rows. This is the same guy who's supposed to be a hero to the people releasing them from airplanes. And now he's doing this. Here's the, here's the text. Would you be interested in trading me Henderson for either Diggs or Godwin? And I said, let me look into it. I would do Diggs, just nervous about being the same boat you are. If one of my RBs goes down, then I don't have any backups. Um, and then I said, and then after you know a couple of minutes, I said, all right, I'll send the trade. And then um, like 30 minutes later, Mike messaged me, says, ESPN is so dumb, the trade won't go through until Saturday, and Henderson plays tonight. Oops, and then right there, right there, an ethical person says, all right, I guess we're not making the trade. Uh, Chubb's a resident lawyer uh, face. Are you taking, you got that all? You got all that? Yeah, I have have all this. I've been waiting for this is the key point. Yeah. I mean, I'll address Jared's, I'll address the actual trade and the the fact that it was a completely unfair trade later. Uh, You know, go ahead. Uh, so Ace also said, or he also said that, um, you know, the reason he was doing it was to do, cause he needed the, uh, the running back for this week. Right. I mean, that was part of it because his guy, Chris Carson was hurt and I had Chris Carson's backup, uh, that I snagged before he could get it. Um, <clears throat> and then we said, well, let's try canceling it and try it again. And he said, it won't let me cancel it. Are you able to cancel it? I said, I'm not either. I'm going to try to do some research, but I have to do a bunch of work first. He said, any luck, I'm going to get screwed if the trade goes through on Saturday. And then I said, I'm wrapping up work. And I'm saying, I'm not seeing anything online. Um, I'm looking at some videos. I'm trying to see if people can veto the trade. And then we tried to do, maybe I'll give you another like backup running back that we can just trade back after it's done. That wasn't going through until the time. And then I'm, yes, then I said, I'm going to try to change settings to see if it can go through since you need this done. Um, because it says it just needs, to, instead of, there was a setting on there that went from two days until instantly. So instead of a two day trade, you go instantly, but that didn't do anything. You're just rambling and you're deep into the settings of the league. I mean, you're just digging. You're just digging. Uh, I don't see any understand problems. understand what you're saying right now? <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, yeah, and then so we tried to veto the trade, and it wouldn't let us veto the trade. We were actually trying to veto it at this point. Probably because you changed the league settings halfway through the trade, thus messing with the trade veto system. Yeah. Uh, I will also bring up the point where in my preseason rankings of everybody, I did say I would change league settings. Uh, I can read up the verbatim thing to help me try to win. Oh. Oh, <laughs> okay. So it's okay now. Did, did he, warned, he warned us he was corrupt. <laughs> didn't act on it. Think, let's see if I can find my exact uh, phrase. Did, did you write up some league settings? Um, just like past commissioners, I plan I plan on bending the rules to make sure my team wins. Okay. I mean, 
I don't know who you're referring to, but there's been no bending of the rules. <laughs> I was commissioner. All right, now I'm jumping in. As the, as the founder of the league, the founding commissioner of the league for roughly five years, this is just unprecedented, uh, unprecedented move by commissioner. I, the reason I was willing I, you know, to, to put a vote of confidence behind you, Jay, was because I thought you would put things to a vote. I thought you would, you know, engage everybody in the group and not try to take over power and do things behind people's back. If you wanted this to get done, if part of the reason was the trade was Mike needed a player for this week and part of the value was, you know, uh, he's getting somebody for this week and and that's and and that's part of it you should reach out and ask for people to vote and say look i want to push this through but i you know i understand it may you know i understand it may hurt it may affect some people but we want to push it through and then put it to a vote i mean don't you understand that pushing it through this week hurts whoever mike was playing against <coughs> had it gone through well, here's the deal. We didn't have time no, for that. A, no, no, no. It's a straight J. It's a, it's a yes or no What's answer. That? Would that hurt somebody that Mike is playing against to have another player on his team that he could play? Uh, would that hurt? Could that potentially hurt a uh, person that he's playing? Yes, it could potentially hurt them. Yes. Okay. So how is that not unfair? Uh, well, first of all, it game. didn't. The end result was it didn't. But no, because you... it didn't go through, but you tried. Yeah, I was trying to, I, I, as I would have done with anybody else in that scenario. If somebody was asking, hey, I'm trying to get this trade through, uh, there was a setting in there that had no, we, nobody set, that's the that's the default setting on a two-day trade. It, it gives you a two-day trade so people have time to veto potentially unfair trades. And Jay, agreed. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the thing. And Jay, do you think you're getting a better player? Like, you're getting a first-round pick, right? I, I actually a little bit regretted the trade after doing it. Okay, that's, I mean, that's just a lie. That's it's just not, no, there's not just a no lie way that's true. That is not a lie at all. From an objective standpoint, if we did research, the, the actual players, you know, when you take research from everyone and opinions from the marketplace and everyone within the league, the players are unfair no matter of their, their current standing within their respective rankings as position players. And I, get, I can't help but try to reiterate the point I made before all the, the underlying data and details laid out is where, you know, your, your power's going to your head, man. You, you can get away, you can get away with this, you know, this, this kind of shit is just, it's, it's scary. Um, and I stood by Ace and his, his proposal for you as uh, as commissioner, where you know you wouldn't try to abuse this power, and you know, and the fact that you you stand here before us and try to justify these these appalling actions is is, is quite scary. I that's I mean, Pat, you should you should be a lawyer with Ace. Both of you would you would have got OJ locked up if you two teamed up. <laughs> it's, a, it's probably a story for a podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty clear. There's only one person, maybe two, 
in this in this whole ordeal that think this was a an ethical uh thing that you did, Jared. So let me ask you this. Mike Mike proposed the trade to me. Why would Mike do something that he thinks would hurt his hey, what would be the hey, advantage of that? Here's the thing. Sometimes in life you click the wrong button. You didn't mean <laughs> the wrong button he texted me. Hey, hey. want to do this trade. Yeah, exactly. You gotta play by the rules, okay? If I'm going 90 and a 55 and a cop pulls me over, great. I just got a ticket. Here's what I think. I think Jay sees himself getting a first round draft pick for like a guy that's having a hot start to the first to the season and one hit to the ribs and he's done. Jay knows that. Yeah, he's drafted in the seventh or eighth round or whatever he was drafted. You're basically getting a first round pick for a seventh round pick. I get ones underperforming ones overperforming but jay sees this and it's an and 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 right or wrong the way it looks to everybody is it's you're trying to skate by the veto period and push it through without anybody having any say and you just can't do that as commissioner that's the bottom line you just have to hold yourself to a higher standard and you just can't you just cannot be doing that i would have put it to a vote i think mike would have put it to a vote and uh, I now I'm a little concerned for your for you going forward. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people Mike are concerned. Would not have, I'm going to go and say Mike would not have put it to vote since he was the one asking me to, to push. The yeah, team. now you're well, twisting. You know you're, what? You're you're twisting the words. You understand what I mean? If Mike was commissioner at the time, he was. I mean, he followed in my footsteps. Did everything ethically right. Would have put it to a vote. And now through the beginning of the season, you're making some questionable decisions. On, and, on, and abusing your power, and, and the fact that the fact that you sit there with that smug look on your face, you got this wait, plunger, <laughs> yeah, the plunger shows shows your inherent disrespect for this. What it means to the rest of us? It's, oh, goodness, I can't stand here and listen to this bullshit. <laughs> Pat, come on, Pat, come on, come on, come on, man. It's, it's okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get him. All right. Here's what I think. Clearly, it's three versus one. I tried to get Steve Ribeiro on to be an impartial guy to help Jared out a little. He didn't respond. Need arbitration. I know. So I think what we're gonna have to do is um, uh, have some take away some draft picks from Jared. Bingo, first rounder. Because he just got a first round pick. He's got to lose exactly. First round so pick. I think we we take, take his first round pick, and so his first round pick, we let him pick a kicker. It's that's the only thing we can do. <laughs> if I was in Jay's shoes, I would forego my first round pick. One hundred percent. He'll send it to a vote, and that's fine. And we'll send it to a vote like this, like this league should have done. In the place of Jared and Mike's competence, or you know, whatever you want to call it, so I think we can get there. You know, I think the league's on board with this. The, the, and and it should be. I mean, you know what? I pay good money. I pay I pay good money to be in this league. Hundreds of dollars, <laughs> I've lost. Uh, just one hundred singular. Well, I mean, last year combined. Dollars. Well, <laughs> hang on. I've actually won two times, so I've probably actually won more money 
in the league than I've lost. So. Yeah, I think that's a fact we're overlooking. Jay is cheating and currently in one and four, ah, and he's cheating. I, well, I made me and Mike both made this trade because no, we're one and three. We suck. Yeah, that's just <laughs> needed to mix it up. If you didn't do it, if you didn't do that, maybe you would have won this week. I don't think so. I think Mark <laughs> Andrews would have said otherwise. Karma. Oh, yeah. yeah ball don't lie, Jared. No, that's a good point. It's a good point. Um. Okay. Well, you know what? Do you guys have any uh, any last words you want to say to Jared? Yeah. I just, you know, I think he's got to turn around. He's got to earn his credibility back. He's four weeks into his first year as commissioner, and uh, you know he's following in some footsteps of, of the best commissioners of all time. And uh, he, he's really got to turn it around. I mean, it, it's not it just the image itself doesn't look good. He's getting he's getting a first round pick for a seventh round pick, a guy who's never won a championship. I don't think he's ever made the playoffs. He's really scraping. He's really, he's really scraping. It just doesn't look good for this guy. I mean, he's in. He's on with a bunch of champions on this call right now. You know, he's basically saying, admitting that he's changing the league settings to try to push trades through to help himself out, to help Mike out. It's just not looking great. So he's got to really earn it back. I know him well. I know he will do that. Uh, I'm. I. You know, I'm confident this was a one-time slip-up, but, uh, you know, like I said, it just doesn't look great for a guy uh, that's that's bottom of the barrel fantasy-wise <laughs> that's, that's, that's trying to get to the top to doing these kind of stunts, you know. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, you know, and, and I'll piggyback, if I can, Paul, off of that. Go ahead. Um, the enforced... The- the unfortunate aforementioned behavior, uh, you know, of your counterpart in this podcast um, yep. cannot be spoken to enough. Uh, we can't echo enough um, the impact this has on the standing of this prestigious league that we have spent so much time cultivating, developing. Um, and I, I, I have to respectfully, respectfully disagree with A Square. This might not be just one slip up, and that's what scares me. You know, I think Jared's a good person, you know, but he's in a serious dark place and a hole as a club member because he has spent such a bad drafter and manager. And you know that when you're stuck in a corner, that can make people do crazy things, especially when they they think they have this newfound power. Um, that they can use to get a leg up on the counter. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to see where this goes, but there's got to be some sort of punishment. There's got to be some sort of recompense for the other members. And I just hope that we can all settle on something there. Very well said, Pat. Um, and <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would disagree that that was well said. But, well, uh, <laughs> Jared, I'd, I'd like to remind you that this isn't really your time. This was more of an attack on you. <laughs> That's been pretty clear. This, That's been pretty clear, yeah. Yeah, so this was mainly an attack on you, a wake-up call. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Intervention. <laughs> like an intervention. Good. So I hope you're thoroughly... Um, like, you feel, you feel threatened, like... Just because you're the commissioner, you know, there's there's 11 of us. We can come after you. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to hurt him, Paul. Just... I might. I know I know where he lives. 
I won't pull it out. He's got to draft a kicker first next year. That's it. I'm, listen, I'm going to his Maybe wedding. And I can ruin, I can ruin that wedding. I was, I was planning on going to the wedding until this happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I think, I think we all were, you know? Oh, that would be, that'd be good. Nobody shows up. <laughs> Maybe we don't go to those levels yet, Jay, but one more go. One more thing. That's fair. That's fair. Nobody's going to your wedding. All right. Not even your parents. Hey, well, you know Because your dad's it's, in our it's, league. It's noted, noted that uh, I will notify the group before making any settings changes. I'll make sure to do that going forward. Wow. It took you a verbal, a 20-minute verbal attack to admit that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all you had to say in the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah, you're probably right. I kind of no, I probably shouldn't. I don't think I messed up, but if you guys want that going forward, I have no problem doing that. <laughs> oh my, we need a new commissioner. <laughs> right. We'll have a vote. Okay. Well, thank you guys uh, for joining. I, I really Thanks appreciate it. Us on. It's an honor. Thanks for having us on. So yeah. we can take it to Jay because this power is obviously going his head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, boys. I'll I'll catch you later. Alright, see you guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.